It didn't take much more than a bottle and two chairs to make a speakeasy. This is what Daniel Okrent said in his book, Last Call, The Rise and Fall of Prohibition. Today, join us for some stories. Get your own bottle, glass, mug, and relax. This is Speak Easily, and I'm your host, Krista Stoffer. That's the hardest part of it. It's like you walk by. I know you! It's kind of nice in that regard, though. You can. It's a lot more anonymous. You I feel. introverts love it's this. It's kind of private a little bit. I don't know. Yeah. So you could be... But the problem for me is, like, I go through stores and I'm trying to smile at people. I do the same thing. I look at them and I'm like... Smile at and they're, like, they're probably looking at me going, what the hell is yeah. that guy staring yeah. at me for? Yeah. I, yeah we need thing. to... I mean, I think that's still a little creepy. But <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah, I don't think really. anything's coming back. <laughs> So, so you're saying don't walk through the store going, winking at me. <laughs> Hi. <laughs> or like an eyebrow. No, that's not any better. Yeah, kind of. Yeah, that's <laughs> way worse. Yeah. It's, well, I mean, honestly, what's kind of. I think of, you just go with the namaste. Eh? No. No. I like the creepy Lucille like Blue. I like the wink. That's so funny. <laughs> I'm not very good at Lucille it. Lucille Blue is like. Because you have to open your mouth when you do yeah, it. I know. Yeah. Did you ever notice that? So, yeah, or like I when you put it. eye makeup on, you have to open your mouth. Mm-hmm. Why do we do that? I don't know. And it really helps. Though. Have you ever tried it without it, though? It doesn't happen. <laughs> <laughs> I've never tried, though. You need to do that That's next so time. Funny. Okay. Yeah, because it's like, mm, mm, okay, no, 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 no. <laughs> anyway, that's what women do. We do weird things with our mouths <laughs> while we put on makeup. <laughs> Goodness, how are you besides, you know, COVID and... Oh, that's rude. Sorry. (laughs) Sorry. (laughs) (laughs) Who was it? I don't know. It's probably my friend who calls about this time every day. Gotcha. Yeah, who's... I'm not sure where she's from, but she has lovely lilting music in the background, and then she speaks to me what I think is Japanese. Ah, yeah. so it, see, I get a daily call from uh, a number that comes up on my phone as scam likely. So yeah. it's basically saying that it's yeah. a scam. But I've started <laughs> saying it like it's a name, a guy named Scam hey, Likely. Mr. Say, hey, it's Mr. Scam <laughs> Likely calling me. Yeah. Hello, Scam. Oh, that old How guy. you yeah. doing? Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's either that or the Kidney Foundation. The Kidney Foundation. Uh, the, I yeah. fully support the Kidney Foundation. Yeah. Phenomenal organization. But you donate one time. Oh, yeah, yeah. Forever. Really? Uh-huh. Yeah, mm. forever. And it's and they call at very weird times. Sometimes it's like 8.45 at night, mm. which, <laughs> like, I mean, you're going to pick your phone up at that time. Like, <laughs> yeah. This yeah. is definitely something. It's like, hi, this is Deborah from the Kidney oh. Foundation. Do you have we anything? We know you're home right I know. now, so that's why we're calling you. We're yeah. sitting outside your house. Do you have anything to donate? <laughs> Again, I fully support the Kidney Foundation. <laughs> Great organization. Just let us be for like a month. Yeah. Yeah. I think I donated twice in my life. No. But I am forever. Well, it's like blood donation. Have you ever donated blood? I know you probably just recently were able to. Yeah, I haven't yet. We did it in high school. Do you remember that? Oh, yeah. In high school? Yeah. yeah. Always do it, but I don't. I am too small. They won't let me. <laughs> Which is a very bizarre thing. Keep they look at you and they say, yeah. we, drain, we drain you. Yeah, they won't let me. I was going to one time. It's very, it's very bizarre. I, yeah. did, I did not realize that. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Well, then keep your blood. What are you? Do you know? Do you know your blood type? I have no idea. I guess Probably you don't. I should know. Yeah. I guess it's, I mean, it is kind of important, isn't it? I don't know what mine is. I'm A positive. That, that I'm makes A sense. plus. <laughs> That's what I like to think of this. My mom is, which one is she? She's O negative, huh? which oh, is, is like the, the universal. Yeah. yeah. So she gets calls from um, uh, whose organization? Oh my gosh! American Red Cross. Thank you. I'm like <laughs> ADA. That's American Dental Association. <laughs> <laughs> the dentists are calling you for her blood. It's weird. COVID, COVID gets to my head a little bit. Um, no, but they call her constantly. Oh they want her. She's, yeah. yeah. They want to vampire yeah. her. Yeah. Poor mom. <laughs> no. Don't give blood then. Okay. And don't give to the Kidney Foundation <laughs> unless you want to hear from them all the time. Noted. Again, the Kidney Foundation is a great organization. Excellent work. Excellent, excellent work. We, yeah, they big do. fans. I really don't even know what they do. 
I assumed something with kidneys. Something with kidneys. But what do they need my clothes for? <laughs> I'm not sure if they're going to monetize or demonetize this particular episode right. on this one. <laughs> oh, gosh. Maybe we yeah, we just lost sponsorship from <laughs> the Kidney they're like, Foundation. Maybe? Yeah. <laughs> so anyway, Maria Delano. <laughs> She's back because you we, we got to do the podcast for... For Saturday Night Fever, yeah. when was that? It was, was that like it was back in December. November. Okay. November. I don't know. Somewhere. Before the world ended, <laughs> <laughs> we sat in that room over there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was fun. That was so fun. <laughs> Getting everybody together. Yeah. yeah. It turned into a very interesting. Con- I mean, everyone is, but yeah, it's always interesting to find out where's this going to go. Mm-hmm. Like. What sort of path are we going to take on this yeah. one? So, <laughs> and Jesse feeling so bad about showing up. Late. I know. Like, come we are. On. Yeah, <laughs> like you should know how formal this really is. Yeah. So formal, but we are wearing masks because it's good. It protects you, <laughs> protects you from others, and you can give creepy winks. <laughs> I'm going to work on that. I'm going to work on trying to wink with my mouth closed. I think it'll. I think it'll be a fan favorite. I think. <laughs> Very Lucille Bluth of us. Right. Did you ever watch Arrested Development? No. <gasps> you should. I should. You should. <laughs> if you get bored at any point in time, it's very funny. It's very funny. So, <laughs> so you are home. I am. You were not yeah. home as of uh, <clears throat> the world ending. Yeah. I should have right before. That. Yeah. Yeah. That you, much time. You made it for what? Four weeks. Four weeks. Like almost oh, exactly four weeks. Okay, so I want to know this. I, I mean, I know part of the story because I was. Mm-hmm. We spent a month in the disco together. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah, with my wig. We were just talking about that wig. Oh, beautiful. That was the worst. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry, Edward. That was the worst <laughs> wig ever. No. It was horrible. Um, Anywho, yeah. so you were getting ready for college auditions. Yeah, I was. Which are awful. They are the most stressful things <laughs> ever <laughs> for really no apparent reason. No. It's just, I think it's just, there's a lot riding on it since it's college. So yeah. people get like really freaked out. And you it. were doing like 16 of them. Oh my goodness. I was doing 20. I had like 17 scheduled. Oh yeah. Gosh. It started out as 20, but then I cut it down a little bit. To 17. <laughs> uh, yeah. A big, a big switch. Big there. chunk. Yeah. Yeah. There. yeah. But I mean, you guys were. Because explain to us kind of how that whole, the submissions and all of that. Yeah. Like. So any BFA program, usually you have to submit a kind of portfolio, but like yeah. musical theater and acting calls it like a pre-screen. So you record yourself doing like an excerpt of like a monologue or a song, and you also have to do a dance video. Mm-hmm. And it's very complicated because each school uh-huh. has different breakdowns by like the tiniest little bit. Mm-hmm. So one school will be like one minute monologue, don't yep. go over. Another school will be like a minute 30. Right. It's just, it's very complicated. Or, like, do, do classical and contemporary. Oh, don't right. do classical. Don't no do classical, any classical. No contem- yeah. Like, oh, it's very specific. Do a 30-second jazz combo. Yeah, do the, a 30 that second was ballet. the hardest thing for me was dance because it was so specific because some oh. schools would be like, we need a plie, a tendu, a degage, like, all this stuff, and then your combo, and then a tap excerpt. Then some schools were like, just your just your jazz combo, and we're just fine. show so us what you can do. It was just so much <laughs> filming, but... Anyways, so you do yeah. those, and you send them to the schools, and then they decide if they want to invite you back for an in-person audition. So basically, for each program, you have to go through two It's like the Miss America pageant every single Literally. school. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> so you heard it's, back, and then you you are invited to go on campus yeah. for an, an audition. Mm-hmm. So where did you start? Because, I mean, we had to get rid of the show first. We had to get done yeah. with, we ended New Year's Eve. Yeah. All right. <laughs> Oh my gosh, I forgot about that. That was so yeah, fun. Yeah, that, that was fun. <laughs> um, it was a good time. Yeah, the show closed, and then like a week later, I went to Point Park was my first audition. So, it was in Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh, okay. Yeah. I so Philly, okay. It's so hard to even remember the orders, but I was like all over the country. Yeah. Oh my goodness. I went to Pittsburgh. I went to Chicago. I went to New York two times. Jeez. For college auditions, right. then I went another time. Yeah, right. Um, and I went to Florida. I went to Michigan. Oh, all <laughs> over! It was so much traveling. It was so much fun, though. It yeah. was a lot of fun, but it but was it's hectic. Yeah, it was really constant, just yeah. like back and forth. I missed so much school, but you would think that they would expect. <laughs> well, maybe not because 
they don't have tons of kids going out for yeah it's like acting. a really small amount i don't know and I, there are a few i know a few girls who are applying for dance so yeah. it's kind of the same yeah. thing but i think i might have been the only musical theater major auditioning at my school so and you're it's at like, central yeah westville yeah. central so you're not you were at i was central. congratulations thank you <laughs> Recent graduate. Wow. <laughs> Class of 2020. <laughs> <laughs> the yes. year nobody will forget. Oh my gosh. Oh, so you were, you're auditioning, auditioning, auditioning. Uh-huh. Did it get easier? Like. Oh yeah, it okay. did. My first audition, I was mortified. I was so nervous. I remember you. Oh my goodness. I remember Crystal you breaking. I went into the green thing. room one day and I just, oh, I just had to break down for a minute. <laughs> I think it helped me though. It I does. think it was good. I had to let it out. But yeah, it was very I was really nervous about all of it. I wish I wasn't because it ended mm-hmm. up being more fun for me than yeah. stressful. With a very different outcome too, right? Very, very different yeah. outcome. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> like different So how did this happen? Okay. Like so <laughs> you're auditioning for colleges yeah. as a yeah. as an actor does. Uh-huh. And then you're <laughs> so, in New York. Yeah. So there's a week of auditions in Chicago for college. They're called College Unified. Yeah. And I was there, and I was supposed to be there from, like, February 2nd to the 7th. So I had, like, my whole week there. Okay. And I was auditioning for a big bulk of my schools there. Yeah. Um, And, yeah, we had just been to New York, like, the previous weekend Mm -hmm. or two weekends before. Um, And my mom saw an open call on Facebook for Mrs. Doubtfire, which was so funny because that's her favorite like Aww. movie. She loves Robin Williams yeah. anyways, but that's like one of her favorites. Of had all you time. seen it before? No. Really? I hadn't. I don't know how I avoided it. Okay. Like I honestly don't know how, but um, yeah, I hadn't seen it. But she saw the open call, and it was for the understudy of um, Lydia, mm-hmm. who's the principal daughter mm-hmm. in the show. And the breakdown just seemed like it. They wanted a short girl. It literally said like five two and under. Which is rare, I feel. Yeah. Like, yeah. that's very specific, and I'm really short. I'm 4'10", <laughs> disclaimer. I'm four inches shorter than that. So I was like, okay, that alone, like, I might as well submit something. But yeah. then it was really specific to me because it said, um, a short girl who sings pop rock and who yeah. can dance in an ensemble. Because the track is, like, you're in the ensemble every mm-hmm. night, but then you cover the role. The role, okay. Yeah, so I was like, oh my god, I was like, I have to send a video. I have yeah. to try. But the open call was like the next day in New York, so we were like, oh, like, I don't know if they'll take a video from me. We can't make it. Yeah. Like, there's no way we can get overnight and be right. in New York City. So I emailed and I was like, hi, I'm very interested. Like, yeah. I just want to request to send a self-tape. Mm-hmm. Thank you. And I honestly wasn't even expecting much from that because they yeah. already had like I think 500 girls signed up for the oh open call gosh. because it was like a sign-up genius. Mm-hmm. So you could see like everybody who was signed up and it was like pages and pages and pages. And we were like, oh my goodness. So I didn't know if they would even accept it, but yeah, I, they ended up saying, yeah, go ahead, send a video. So my mom took this like last minute video of me in my hotel room. It was taken at like, I think 1130 oh my gosh. at After night. auditioning. For yeah. A whole day of auditioning. Yeah. And I just used my pop rock song from college auditions, which was Barracuda by Heart. Oh, I love Heart. Um, That's, Heart is my karaoke go-to Really? Band. It's yes. for that. Yeah, I sang Barracuda, oh, which nice. is so funny. Um, sent it in again, wasn't thinking anything. And then the next day, they said they'd like to see me in like, I think it was one or two days. They oh, were like, come to New York. It was February 6th, and I sent my self-tape, I think, on February 3rd. So I had like three days. We all were looking at each other. We were like... How are we going to get me from Chicago to New York City in three days ready for a callback? We were, like, freaking out. But you were still supposed to be in for the Unifieds at that point. Yeah, that was the other stressful thing because I had only auditioned for, like, two schools by the time I got a callback from Mrs. Doubtfire. So we were like, do I cancel the rest of my auditions? Like, Uh because we were, well, yeah, we were (laughs) like, obviously that's the, like, that's what we have to do. But that was really nervous, like, nerve-wracking for me at the time because, in my head, I was like, well, what if I don't get this? And, yeah. like, the schools that I were going to get into, like, I, I couldn't audition. Right. Like, that's kind of stressful. Like backtracking. But we yeah. were talking about it, and we were like, it's so worth it. Like, we have to go. This doesn't happen all the time. Mm-hmm. We have to go. So I went. Um, and the first audition was just for a representative from Telsey, mm-hmm. who's really nice. Yeah. Um, that's a casting agency. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the casting agency who is in charge of casting. Mm-hmm. This is Doubtfire. And um, so it was just one nice lady behind a table. It lasted, like, one second. I did the... Um, I did the material they sent me. What did they send you? Like? Um, it was two scenes. Uh, they were pretty short, though, like yeah. 
front and back was mm-hmm. both of the scenes. And then I did the song What the Hell, which mm-hmm. is like the only song that's really released to the okay. public from the show. So anybody's so you have to heard it <laughs> you can find it if you, you can find it. it it's there <laughs> look for it yeah <laughs> but um i sang that and then there's another song called just pretend which okay. is a duet between the what daniel the dad mm-hmm. and the daughter lydia mm-hmm. um so i did both of those and it was like so fast two minutes i walked out and my i was like okay. all right there, there it is, is. <laughs> like that was fun like i did my best like if i don't get it no worries again yeah like, so but then, like, an hour later, I got an email that they wanted to see me at the final callback in front of the creative team. Oh, jeez. The final callback. I'd only done one audition. Right. They'd only so seen like, me do, like, uh, one tiny little thing. And I was like, okay. Okay, well. Here we go. How many are in the team? I, um, I don't know exactly, but in the room that day, there was, like, so many people. There was, like, 10 people, maybe, 10 to 12. Jeez. But um, I knew that Jerry Zachs. Mm-hmm. Bless him. He is so amazing, anyways. Um, the amazing director. I knew that he was going to be there. I knew that, like, obviously the music director, mm-hmm. music supervisors, everybody. But when I got there, um, the same lady who had been at my first callback, she was like, by the way, like, the writers are here. Like, everybody's here. We don't want to no catch pressure. You yeah, exactly. Everything's fine. And the writers of the show are Wayne and Carrie Kirkpatrick. They wrote Something Rotten. Oh, okay. Like, they yeah. have so many credits, like Chicken Run, the movie. Oh, I love that also, movie. Also, like, yeah. So they're insane. Like, they're okay. amazing. So when I heard that, I was like, oh. okay, awesome. I'm going to be singing the songs to the people that wrote them. <laughs> like, yeah. this is so much fun. I was so excited, though. But when yeah. I heard that, I was like, okay. Okay. So, yeah, I went in, and it went really, really well. They all were really, really nice. It lasted again like five minutes. Did maybe you have 10. any idea in that moment, like this is for this could be happening? Like a little bit. I yeah. had a little bit of suspicion, I guess, because there weren't many girls at the final callback. Okay. I think it was like, I don't know for sure who came through at the day, but when I was there, there was only like six other girls there. Wow. Um, Talk about narrowing it down. I know, right? Oh, because apparently they had an equity open call for the same track. This- Really? For the understudy track, like, weeks before they did, um, yeah, they did an equity So they call. didn't find an equity? No, okay. they didn't find anybody somehow. Mm, I don't know. It was very crazy because I didn't know that until I think I was already in rehearsal. Somebody told me they had been oh, looking wow. for weeks. Because I think I was the last, I think I was the last addition to the cast. Oh, my god! Because they found their swings and they found the... And what do swings do? Inform us on that. Swings are amazing. It's they not just on are, playgrounds. I think they have superpowers. They, they do. are the most amazing... I honestly don't think I could be a swing. I would love to try. I don't know. I think it's so amazing. Swings, basically, they cover every track in the ensemble. Mm -hmm. So they learn, like, very specific different parts of choreography. And lots of times a swing is also an understudy. Mm -hmm. So that's, like, a whole new thing because you cover a principal role and every track in the ensemble. Uh So they are the most amazing (laughs) people ever. And to have um, to... You know, it's probably like, well, I feel good about these parts, but I hope this person doesn't. I know. And lots of times, like, swings, like, find out they're going on for a track they don't really know, like, the day of. Right. And so they just have to make those little adjustments, which is so insane. Like, I, I they are so so talented. So bad. Yes. (laughs) Well, first off, I don't dance. You know that. (laughs) You've seen it. It's been proven. No. But just to learn all of them now. It's crazy. Yeah. They... So they are superhuman. But yeah, I was the last addition to the cast. Um, I found out I got the role like an hour after the audition. Yeah. And we were freaking out. You were in a restaurant, weren't you? I was in a restaurant, <laughs> yeah. I had tiny I had a little bit of suspicion though because there was a tiny little dance call mm-hmm. after everybody had sang and there was only three of us. Okay. So that's when I was like oh. okay. thinking I was like, what am I like? I, that's when it started yeah. being like, okay, maybe, like, maybe I could get it, maybe. Yeah. But again, I still was like, wow. oh, that's like a shot in a million, like, uh, who knows? But yeah, we went to a restaurant and I like couldn't eat. I was so nervous. <laughs> I was like staring at my food and I was like, I'm trying so hard, but like I literally I can't eat this. Because <laughs> um, I was so nervous. But then they called me, and I'll never forget the line she said to me. It was the same nice lady from Tulsa. Yeah. yeah. And she called me and um she started with, hi Maria um. I'm so sorry. And I was like, oh, okay. you know what? That's okay. okay. I can eat now. It's okay. Yeah. Like, back to college. Like, that's okay. Literally, I yeah. was like, yep. woo, we're getting ice Hungry cream now. tonight. <laughs> yeah, but she tricked me so bad. She said, hi, Maria. I'm so sorry, but 
I'm going to have to derail your college plans because you're going to be on Broadway. Oh, my gosh. I could cry thinking about <laughs> it. I literally, like, I have chills. Like, when uh, she said that, I was like, I almost collapsed. I don't know how <laughs> I did it. But it was the most surreal oh, wow. thing ever because, like, literally a month before mm-hmm. that, I was just... My plan was a four-year yep. BFA track, mm-hmm. and then we'd see what happens after right. that. Yeah. And it was just such a different... I hadn't even graduated high school yet, because yeah. it was still February. Because then... Even... So, I mean, they, they wanted you out there, like, almost immediately. Yeah, that was they? also the other crazy part, because I found out I got the role on February 7th, uh-huh. and the first day of rehearsal was February 10th. <laughs> so they were like... Uh, Drop out of school. Literally. So they <laughs> were, when I, um, I was auditioning, they made real, like, they were being extra cautious. They were like, you know, like, if you get this role, you have to move to New York City. Like, you have to be ready to work, like, provide yep. your own housing. And we were like, yep. We didn't even think You're that. Like, we yeah, were like, yeah, totally. 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 I'll be ready. Like, I will Simple. be there. Don't even worry. <laughs> There's no worries. I will be there right away. Yeah. But then, like, when it actually happened, we were like, okay, so what are we really Yeah. to? Um... Yeah, so I had to move. The turnaround was, like, really, really fast. I came, because we were driving everywhere, so we didn't even fly. So it's, like, a 10-hour drive back home. So I think I was home for a little over 24 hours before I moved. So I had to pack up, like, my whole room. Mm -hmm. Not my whole room, but the clothes I wanted, Mm -hmm. like. And then I had to figure out, like, how I was going to say goodbye to everybody. Because I didn't know that this was going to happen. Right? Oh, yeah, that's (laughs) true. You know, like, now I've been home for, like, by the time I go back, I'll have been home for, I think, four months. I had no idea. So when I was moving, yeah. I was like, oh, my goodness. Like, I have to say goodbye to my best friends and, like, Aww. everybody. This is so last minute. Um, in the best way. It was, like, right. bittersweet in the best way. But What did the school say? That was really interesting. We – I emailed my teachers, I remember, and I emailed my principal, and I was like, hi, like, I know I ha- – because that was the other funny thing. I actually hadn't been at school since, I think, January 27th. <laughs> so I already was missing weeks right. and weeks because I was traveling for college auditions. So they were probably were wondering, like, where the What's heck is happening? she? Where yeah. is she okay? So I remember emailing them, and I was like, hi, guys. Like, I know I haven't been to school in a really long time. Um, thank you for being the best teachers. Because it was funny because it was also second semester, the very beginning. Yeah. So yeah. I had a new set of teachers that barely knew me. Oh. Right. So it was so funny emailing them because I was like, um, I, I won't be coming back to school <laughs> because I'm moving to New York City. But thank you Thanks for a great for... year. Like, I'm sure that there will be, like, yeah. tutors calling you. I don't know, but I won't be back. Because what is, I mean, is that like a deferment or what is, a transfer? It, or? Was, it was really tricky. I guess technically it was graduating early. That's okay. what my school called it. But yeah. That's tricky because I didn't get my diploma early. They had uh, no plans to, like, mail it to me before okay. May. Huh. So I graduated with everybody else, but I guess in their records I graduated early. early. I don't know. That's really weird. I'm still confused about that. At that point in your senior year, it's kind of like, I know. You've on. gotten into college. Right. Like, everything's pretty much done. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, it was, really, it was wow. really strange. But I was lucky enough because I had all my graduation credits done my junior oh, year, and good. I was already yeah. just taking, like, AP and, like, college classes anyways. To get them out of the way. Yeah, Yeah. just, like, to transfer over, possibly. So I didn't have to tutor when I went to Doubtfire, which was great. Because tutoring in a Broadway show, Uh it's... I... The kids are also superhuman. I don't know how they deal with that because they have, like, time scheduled, like, Uh five hours of tutoring in the morning. Oh, God. And, like, they have to be pulled out of rehearsal to go, like, do math. I would, I don't know how they, (laughs) I don't know how they do it, but I was lucky enough I didn't have to do that. That's awesome. Yeah. Because that, I mean, they have to put your mind on two separate things, Mm -hmm. and then to be, I mean, how old's the littlest one in the cast? Um, nine. Like, that's a late night for a a nine-year-old anyway. Right. And then have to spend all of that time. Right. It's crazy. It's crazy. So you moved in three days. Yep. Yep. We had a good, um, it was tricky, but we had a good plan. Yeah. Um, I was planning to stay with my mom and my stepdad, Dave, for yeah. a week. Because yeah. they were staying in a hotel anyways. Okay. Just to, they were really great. I obviously would be nowhere without them. I would be living in a You've bar. You've got some great down people. The river. Yeah, I agree. Uh, <laughs> Um, Did you say in a van down by the river? I said in a box, floating down the river. <laughs> in a van! A van, no box. Even better. Um, yeah, I don't think she gets the reference. There's the a, thing. okay, Chris Farley, <laughs> Saturday Night Live. Oh. <laughs> Again, I'm going to send you a list of things that you need to watch. Please do. Okay, I will. 
I think you guys did that to me when we were on our call. You're like, can you just start watching this program? Yeah. <laughs> I took a couple down. Anyway. Hmm. So you were in a box. And <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Because, um, like I was saying, they were so great. Because when I was at rehearsal, because the days are like 10 to 6, they would be out apartment hunting for mm. me and, like, figuring that out for me so we wouldn't have to be doing it later. Yeah. Night. And, like, they were meeting so many people and looking at so many places. And they literally moved all my stuff into my apartment while I was at rehearsal, oh which gosh. was... Wonderful. It was amazing, yeah. Where'd I, you I, end up finding a place? I'm in the financial district. Okay. Yeah. Very nice. Yeah. It's a nice little... Cute little place. Cute little place. Are I you by yourself it. or did you get a... Yeah. Okay. I'm by myself. That was the other thing we were talking about because it was so last minute, yeah. like, moving. We were talking about, like, finding a roommate possibly. Um, yeah. I had various so plans to sleep on people's floors for a minute. <laughs> it was very funny, but... That would have been fun. I know. <laughs> I know. But yeah. luckily, everything everything worked out, like, perfectly. What a buzzkill. Like, this great all-day rehearsal from 10 to 6 and I then know. sleep on somebody's floor. I know. Can you imagine? In, like, a sleeping bag? Oh, gosh. Right? Sleep <laughs> yeah. so well. Yeah. Wow. So you get yeah. your place and you started and... Mm-hmm. It was the most amazing month uh, of my whole life. It was so amazing. And everybody's super cool and... Yes. That's what I was hearing, like, from the minute I got casted and posted something about it, like, I was getting messages and comments of, like, people who knew people that were in the cast, mm-hmm. and they were like, this is the best, like, Aww. Broadway family you will ever find. Like, they are such a family unit. That's it's, so like, cool. so genuine. They all love each other so yeah. much. And so that was making me really excited because, yeah. obviously, moving, I already didn't know anybody. Right. And that would have been so scary if they were all, like, intimidating. But, yeah. oh, it's the most opposite version of that ever. They are Aww. just the biggest family. and. Like, from the minute I stepped off the eleva- elevator to the rehearsal studios, like, I was just greeted by hugs. And, oh, like, how sweet. We've been waiting to meet you. Like, we're so Aww. excited to have you here. Like, welcome. That's like, awesome. The best people yeah. I could ask for. They're Aww. amazing. Yeah, so. And there's how many kids in the cast? Then? I, there, I, mean, I, I call you a kid. You're yeah. not a kid. But, I mean, yeah. playing the kids. There are six because okay. there are three principals yeah. and then the three understudies. Yeah. Because Lydia's meant to be, what, like... Uh, 15. 15? Okay. Yeah. And then... Oh, gosh. What's his name? I just watched it. <laughs> Christopher? Ago. Christopher yeah. is, like, 11 or 12. 12, I think. And then the little one. Oh, I don't know how old Natalie's supposed to be. Six? Something seven? Like, something Young. Like but the, yeah. the underset, like, the girls who play Natalie, they're nine. Okay. Ten. Had they yeah. done shows before? Yes. That was the really? other crazy thing. I think I was the only person joining the cast who literally... Never, no, Obviously, yeah. my time at, like, Short North Stage and yeah. things, like, I would not yeah. be equipped without that. Right, but, like, but... They had done national tours, like, every... Like, they all had yeah. credits. And, like, Annalise, the girl that I understudy, she's so amazing, by the way. Um, <laughs> she had already done three Broadway shows, I believe. My gosh. Two? Okay. I think Doubtfire's her third, but she's yeah. only 20. So that was already, like... So it was really scary going in. So I'm really lucky that they're like the best people ever. Yeah. I was so nervous Seriously. about it. Yeah. That's, I mean, to drop everything mm-hmm. and have to be like, okay, I'm ready. Exactly. <laughs> Let's go. It was like, it was really overwhelming. But I always say like overwhelming in the best way. Yeah. That's how I explained it to everybody because. You may not have had time to think about it either. No. And I think that's what made it easier yeah. for me because. Like, I think that if I were to plan a move to New York City, like, after graduating college with, like, no idea what I would be doing and, like, no Mm -hmm. idea what jobs I would be doing, just going and waiting, that would be so scary for me. Obviously, that was my plan, and I was so excited to get there, but I'm really, I think that it was the best thing for me to be thrown in and started rehearsal, like, the minute I got Mm -hmm. there, because, again, like, I had no time (laughs) to worry. I had no time to, like, sit back and be, like, think about every little thing. It just happened. So I think that's what... Same thing with the auditioning. Like, I was so, like, programmed to audition Mm -hmm. at that point because I'd already done, like, 12 college auditions, I think. It was, like, I wasn't even nervous. That's the craziest thing. Probably just felt like another college audition. Exactly. I basically treated it like that because I just had got so used to, like, meeting new people and just singing in front of them and being like, here's what I do. Like, (laughs) here's me. Here's me. It's all good. So I think that also set me up in the best possible way. Crazy. It's the craziest thing. How do you like living in the city? I love it yeah. so much. I miss it so much. Yeah. I always loved New York City. I hadn't visited very much. Like, mm-hmm. I'd only been there three times, okay. I believe, like, on actual vacations, yeah. not just yeah. for, like, random days. And I always loved it, and I was so excited to move there. But 
Was it weird, like, the first couple of times being on your own? Yeah, it was so weird. Um, I always tell stories about how much trouble I had grocery shopping. (laughs) That is the thing I underestimated the most because, obviously, when you go to, like, Kroger or Trader Mm -hmm. Joe's here, your car's right there, and you just put it in your trunk and drive, and it doesn't matter how much you buy. So I will go to Trader... I went to Trader Joe's one night. It was my first Trader Joe's trip. I was so excited because I love Trader Joe's. (laughs) And I had no groceries, and I had so much stuff. I brought my reusable bags. I was like, this is going to be so nice. I go to pick my bags up after she, like, checked me out, and they were so heavy. They, like, dropped to the floor. I was like, okay, like, this is great. This (gasps) is fine. And so I, like, trudge back to the subway, like, literally dragging my feet because they were so (laughs) heavy. And it's just, I underestimated so many small things like that. I just, like. Yeah. You're like, okay, smaller trips. But it's funny to think back on, like, me, like, I remember getting, like, stuck in the turnstile, like, trying to get on the subway. I was like, (laughs) oh, my God, my bags are too heavy. Just funny things This tiny little thing. with Literally just, like, oh, my goodness, like, waddling through. Well, (laughs) and I mean, because we don't, around here, typically don't go to the grocery store. Every day, you no. know, like, because there's no need. We can load right. up because we can just... put it in our car. <laughs> so now I know, like, I'll just go to the grocery store when yeah. I need, like, specific things for right. that week. <laughs> that makes more sense. Just, just load up on yeah. this. those little little lighter items. Yeah. There. Wow. Another funny story, like, the first day I went to rehearsal um, without my parents in the city. Because mm-hmm. it's so weird why I did this, because every day I went to rehearsal by myself just to get used to it, even yeah. if they were still in the right. city. Right. But the first day they were gone, like, back in Ohio... I got on the wrong train. I went downtown instead of uptown, and I didn't notice it until I was, like, eight stops into Brooklyn. Of course, yeah. And I hear them saying a street I don't recognize, and I was like, oh, my God, I have to be at rehearsal in ten minutes, and I'm all the way in Brooklyn, and I have to go all the way and half up Manhattan. Yeah. Oh, my goodness, I was so stressed. I got off the subway, and I called my mom. I was like, I don't know how to get on the other train. <laughs> so that's another funny story. Oh, well, you know, navigating those things is always so much fun anyway. <sighs> And the, and the amount of people you see on there. I know. Always interesting. It's so interesting. <laughs> it's so fun. The people watching in New York City mm-hmm. is unmatched. Constant, It's too. so exciting. Yeah. Every oh, I love it. <laughs> and we Midwesterners, you're like, oh. oh I know. Really? Oh, oh. But it's so funny because, like, there would be certain things where, like, I'm like, can you imagine me, like, doing that on a subway? People would be, like, looking at me. But, no. no. You could literally... You could be doing the weirdest thing in the whole world, and no one will even totally look at you. Totally fine. Like yeah. there are tiny things that I would overthink. Like yeah, here, like if mm-hmm. I were just sitting in public somewhere, I'm like, oh, like if I do that, like people are gonna. Mm-hmm. You could literally sit on the subway and like talk to yourself, and mm-hmm. nobody would even flinch. No, they'll ignore you <laughs> it's more. It's so good. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly. They'll just be like, hmm. yeah. It's so funny. It's I, I love New York City. I'm so excited. It is pretty to awesome. Back. I love it. So you guys were, you. So you said like the tenth. You had three, two weeks of rehearsal, three weeks? Um, yeah, I think about two to learn all the material, and then I think the third, yeah, about that. And then we moved okay. into the theater. In Which theater was that in? Uh, the Stephen Sondheim. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's I've, so beautiful. I've heard of him before. Yeah, just a little Sounds name. familiar. <laughs> Don't know where I've heard it. And that was going to be so cool because they have a thing for his birthday every year. Yeah. And obviously they were going to do it there. Year, it was a big thing because didn't he mm-hmm. turn 90? He's 90 this year. Yeah, and because mm-hmm. they did it for his, they just re- modeled the whole theater for his 80th. I think. Okay. It's like brand new. They just fixed really? it. Really? What was there so. before? Do you know what the show? show? Yeah. Uh, I think Beautiful Okay. was the most recent show. Because I was there in April. Yeah. Last, at some point in my life, I was there. Yeah, I don't know what was. I can't remember. But I saw Beautiful there. It was like my second Broadway show I'd Okay, seen. in that theater? Yeah. Ooh, that's cool. Which is really cool. You're yeah. like, yeah, I know like, this place. <laughs> no, it's so nice. cool. It's so cool. Wow. And mm-hmm. then you guys had a week on the theater stage then? then. Yeah, we did tech for about a week and a half I don't even know it was such a blur like just being there thinking back um but we got three previews in so like a little tease (laughs) did they I mean what was the protocol like like how did they communicate to you what was happening like with coronavirus yeah um it was really tricky it was all like up in the air we were hearing a lot of rumors from like other Broadway shows and obviously when you hear that like all the sports team like everything's starting to be canceled we're like oh well like here we go next or next um so we had a few small meetings with our producers but they were always like very back and forth literally the night before the shutdown we all were like so hyped up because our producer was like mrs doubtfire will go on like 
we don't know for sure, but, like, this is the story we need to tell. People need this yeah. story. We don't want to shut down our show. Like, everything's going to be fine. We were like, okay, yes. like, that's great. That's and great. Then, but then the next morning, we find out that Moulin Rouge canceled their show for that night because I think a lot of cast members mm-hmm. there were tested positive. That's right. Anyways, so Aaron Tveite had it. I, I know, was right? worried about him. I, know. Uh, I mm-hmm. like him. He's precious cargo. I know. He... Tom Warren and I will fight over him. <laughs> he's perfect. Oh, he's gorgeous. He is perfect. Do you get to yeah. meet him? No. It'll come. I. There's not that much of an age difference. You can no. get him, right? <laughs> he's 30-something. That's not that big That's of a deal. Fine. Show me what? That's fine. What's 15 years between lovers? Who cares? Who cares? <laughs> God. That's sorry. Yeah, who cares? <laughs> yeah, that's that fine. Weird. If you saw Aaron Tveit, lovers, yeah. you gotta see Aaron Tveit, then you'd be like, "Oh, I see what she's talking You'll about." You'll get it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right, I'll go. He's worth it. All right. <laughs> anyway. Hi, Aaron Tveit. <laughs> Just trying to hook you up with listening. one of my former students. Hope that goes well. <laughs> that's so funny. Oh, yeah, but we found out that they canceled their show, so we were like, "Oh, uh, if they're canceling, like, right. here we go." And there was like. Articles by the New York Post. Had like, they opened? It was open, not, wasn't yeah, it? Yeah, it's been open for, I think, maybe almost a year. Oh, has it really? Yeah, it was like yeah. the season before us. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, he's dreamy. There he is. <laughs> he's not just dreamy. He's, he's got the hair. uber yeah. talented. He's yeah. so talented. His voice. Yes. Mm. He is probably my favorite Broadway voice. Really? Mm-hmm. Yeah. He's delightful. Mm. I want to meet him. I'm probably, yeah. yeah. We'll work maybe. on that. <laughs> Aaron? <laughs> I'm taken. I can't have you. So, <laughs> so next funny. best thing. Um, um, but yeah, we were hearing all these rumors, and then we knew that a meeting was going to come from mm. our producer to tell us. But he's also the producer for Six, oh. and the day of the shutdown was Six's opening night. Oh, Weirdly, the way yeah. it worked, it was weird because it was a Thursday, but yeah. for some reason they were opening. So he was, like, really busy over there with them because that would be Did they still do it? Mm-mm. No. No, because everybody shut down the night of the 12th. Oh, my gosh. So they couldn't have their opening night. So we understood. We were, like, yeah. he's dealing with that. He's but it was the weirdest waiting period because we were just, like, doing tech and we were just, like, we sitting in the theater. Yeah. Like, just waiting. We knew it was coming, but we waited, like, <sighs> three hours just, like, freaking out, like, pacing. And, like, it was oh just the gosh. weirdest waiting period. But then he came in and told us and, like, that day so was what do they crazy. say like just go home well we thought at that point it was only going to be two weeks yeah so they were being really like if you're going out of the state please let us know since it's such like a quick turnaround like we just want to know where you are yeah. in case there's like travel bans and things like that did you stay no you went home. Okay. luckily i didn't stay that was yeah. the also that was the other scary thing because i'm such a weird age in the show like mm-hmm. there's a, either like little kids or they're like established adults Mm -hmm. who have lived in New York City but I had just moved out so it was really scary the thought of me being in New York City alone with my parents Mm -hmm. a nine-hour car drive yeah away when did you leave then I left the next morning on a plane with my brother and his girlfriend because luckily they were still in the city for that week after they saw one of our previews okay so my mom just added me to their flight and I went home but the biggest concern was we heard that there might be a travel ban from Mm -hmm. anybody coming back into New York City right and so we were like, well, what if it's less than two weeks? <laughs> well, we <laughs> that are. didn't happen. But <laughs> just in case you're living somewhere where you haven't heard of what's going on, that's not the way that it went. No, it didn't go that way. <laughs> <laughs> but that's okay. But we, the, they, we were really scared that it was going to be less than two weeks and I'd be yeah. stuck in Ohio if I went home and I wouldn't be able yeah. to get back in New York City right. for the show. So... That was a big concern, but we were like, no, like, I just need yeah. to go home. Because the city was crazy. Yeah, it like, was not good. Ghost town, mm-hmm. no toilet paper, no cleaning supplies, barely any groceries. Cause that and was a like, lot of sick people. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah, it was it, yeah. it was not a good time to stay. So I'm lucky that I went home. Yeah. But. <laughs> and here we are. Here we are today. <laughs> <laughs> but then to have to come home and just, like, sit and wait. Mm-hmm. Like, it... It's been really tricky. Yeah. Because I think it was a lot of um, just, like, shock. I don't know mm-hmm. if that's the right word because I already was thrown into it so mm-hmm. quickly. And, like, my whole world changed. I was in this new community, like, yeah. Broadway. Like, that's not what I expected at all. And I was just thrown into it with all these amazing people that yeah. I looked up to and known about, like, yeah. my whole life. Right. 
And then all of a sudden, just as fast as I was thrown in, I was thrown out. Yeah. And I'm just like back in my bedroom that's Here's empty. Here's the perfection, and you're done. Exactly. <laughs> like, I'm, I'm really happy to be home because I can spend yeah. more time with my yeah. dog and my family and, you know. But yeah. it was so weird because all of my stuff was then transferred to my apartment. And I only brought mm-hmm. back a tiny little suitcase oh, of, like, sweatpants and sweatshirts because I was like, okay, two weeks. Like, I'll just lay in bed. It'll be fine. I don't need anything. Oh, gosh. <laughs> so it was just really weird to sit in my, like, room that didn't really feel like yeah. my room anymore. Yeah. With, like, out my clothes that I liked. And <laughs> it was just a really – it's still weird. Yeah. But the beginning was especially weird because it just felt like – what do you do? And there was nothing. There was yeah. no, like, guidance of what was going to happen. So. And then, you know, saying you have to stay away from everybody, too. It's right. like, this is when right. you need affection and attention the right. most. And my mom also tested po- She had coronavirus. Did she really? Mm-hmm. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, she had it, like, right after she came home from New York. Because, like really? I said, my family was all seeing yeah. the preview the week before the shutdown. So she came home and she was feeling sick. And obviously she's, like, hearing all the, like, yeah. freaking out. So she got tested. And she was positive. So that was even crazier because obviously my whole family was like really really quarantined for a while did she have a lot of the symptoms or she didn't um she was like really tired and obviously Mm -hmm. like didn't have a lot of energy but luckily it wasn't it was nothing more than probably like a bad flu but that's the crazy thing you don't know you don't know but luckily she's okay now yeah i love your mom she's she's great (laughs) she loves you (laughs) (laughs) well we've known each other for a couple years Mm -hmm. when did you when was uh were you in, this is Krista's Corona brain trying to work here. <laughs> I did, I think my first. Did you do Into the Woods? Mm-mm, I was no. supposed to, but then I did okay. Seuss Cole the next year. That would have been I think I was like 12 or 13. <laughs> Gosh. <laughs> yeah, back when I was still 29, right? <laughs> yes. That's a lie. That's a complete lie. <laughs> I was not 29. It's mid-30s. Yeah. yeah. So, <laughs> so what have you done while you've been? You've seen your your friends and yeah, I just started seeing my friends more recently. Like as things have mm-hmm. been calming down, I suppose. Yeah. Um, but the beginning, like I said, was like really hard for me because I felt like there was a lot of pressure. Because like I, I think at the beginning of quarantine for everybody, especially like artists, there was a lot of pressure to be like use this time to yeah. like write a song. Create. I think I talked to you about uh-huh. this on the call, but yeah. I felt a lot of pressure. I was like, should I learn an instrument? Like, <laughs> should I paint something? Like, should I form a new craft? Mm-hmm. And like, I don't know why I felt that pressure, but I just saw so many people being productive. And then I was just like laying in bed watching movies, which is what I'm still doing, by the way. But that was really tricky for me because yeah. I felt like I needed to do something. But when I stepped back and I was like, no, yeah. I should no. just do things as I feel. Like, this is already an overwhelming time. Mm-hmm. I shouldn't push mm-hmm. myself to do anything. Then I kind of figured it out. Yeah. But it was really weird because I've always been the kind of person who's really motivated and I love being busy. Like, oh my God, my whole high school schedule was just like, go, go, go. Mm -hmm. I never had free time really to do anything because I didn't care to do anything except theater. That's just what I love. So to not be doing anything, Mm -hmm. it was really weird. And it was a weird time because I didn't feel like doing anything. And like, that's so weird for me to not want to take a dance class on Zoom or like try to sing, you know? But it was just like, it was... Now I'm back on that. I, like, I'm taking regular right. dance classes and, like, singing as much as I can. But it was just a really weird, unmotivated period. It's, I, I think it was really tricky. I think people are still there. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, I know I go through waves of it. Like, yeah. there's some days that are stellar. Like, this morning, mm-hmm. I mowed the yard. That's good. At, like, 9.30. <laughs> Usually I'm getting up at 9.30. Yeah. So it was like, okay. That's the best time to mow the lawn, honestly, because it, it's not a 1,000 degrees. It outside. honestly, by the time I was done, was... It was pretty bad. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We're at like mow the lawn, get a headache territory. Yeah. Here this at is. This stage. It's yeah. it's not the. But I I love mowing the lawn. Do you? I feel like we've had this conversation. <laughs> You're welcome to come over and mow mine. No, I don't want to mow yours. <laughs> All right. I'll see you Saturday. <sighs> <laughs> but yeah, going back to non mowing yards, like, yeah, there's certain days where it's just like. Everybody's annoying. Well, that's a lot of days. I mean, come on. Let's be <laughs> no, it's just like, I don't want to talk to anybody. Mm-hmm. I don't want to get on, especially at the beginning, which, you know, for me, where it's like, I'm a completely social person and don't mm-hmm. do well without that. Mm-hmm. There were a couple times where I was like, I just don't feel like talking on this call today. Yeah. I don't want to talk to anybody. Mm-hmm. Which doesn't make any sense. Yeah. And I take long walks with the dog. <laughs> They're not romantic. Don't worry. But, <laughs> but no, there, and they've, they, it started at the beginning of just, you know, going around the neighborhood a couple of times, but it sort of increased. It's like, 
usually between five and ten miles with the dog. Oh, wow. Yeah, I don't know why. I'm turning into That's my grandma. Good, she does the same thing. But, <laughs> yeah. It's, but there's just not, it's, it's not a sense of normalcy. Mm-mm. Like, I I did stuff at the beginning because I had to. Mm-hmm. There just wasn't, I didn't have a coping mechanism yeah. available. Yeah. But again, you know, and, and even talking to you guys at the beginning of all this, all the students that we talked to, like, how can we help? How can we, what can we do to make you feel not worthless in yeah. this time? Um, <laughs> but I remember you saying that. It was like, oh, shoot, I don't want them to feel pressure. Like, they have yeah. to. It's more just like, I think it was with, with Kyle mm-hmm. when we did our, we did a play reading. It, it was the first weekend. Mm-hmm. I think we did it on that Sunday. Um, and I just kept apologizing. I'm sorry. I'm taking up a lot of your time. I'm really sorry. Guys, I, <laughs> it's been two hours. If you need to go, please, please, please jump off. I don't want to keep you any. And then right. everybody sticks around and talks for half an hour yeah. about the play. And I talked to his mom afterward. And he's, she was like, that was his favorite part. Yeah. It was just having those creative conversations again. Right. And we're getting back to that. Mm-hmm. But we're still not standing on stages yet. Yeah, I know. And they're saying Some January third yeah, is the when they'll day. readdress it, kind yeah. of thing. Because they didn't say they would open on the third; they're closed through the third, right? Yeah, that's just for like ticket sales. Okay. Can, so hopefully it won't be too far after. Yeah. That How was the show <laughs> selling? I mean, it was doing really doing, well because okay, they already had a um, solid like fan base from Seattle. It did mm-hmm. really well there. Oh, okay. Okay. Um, did Rob did do it, it out there? Yeah. Okay. They did at the Fifth Avenue Theater in Seattle. Oh wow. Um, audiences were loving it. It was like the most fulfilling thing, like screaming Aww. when Rob came Aww. on stage. Like it was like being received really, really well. Yeah. So we were all like really excited. So when it ended, <laughs> it was kind of hard. Oh, wow. But we're excited, obviously, come back. to go back. Yeah, I, I don't have any doubt that it will be successful. I, I think it will, too. It's, it's a, just such, the story is mm-hmm. just, it's just so important, I think. It's all about just, like, love and, like, strength and family. Mm-hmm. And just. I always loved that it wasn't necessarily a happy ending. I mean, it didn't yeah. tie, they didn't get back together. You no. know, they don't tie it up in this pretty little bow. It's like, this is what it really is. Mm-hmm. Like but you, you can, can move on mm-hmm. through, yeah. It's just like a really, it's a really beautiful story. It's a good mm-hmm. family story, and it's, I think it'll be good for yeah. when everything goes back. Yeah. It'll be a good story to hear, And it's I think. joy. <laughs> yeah, so, and Rob yeah. is hilarious. Like Aww. I saw him in Beetlejuice last he year. He is perfect. <laughs> yeah. That's awesome. So I think it'll be, it'll yeah. be a good return. I hope we're all really excited. Wow. I'm excited for so. you. Thank it you. was it was just <laughs> such a joy to hear like this this dream literally dream come true. Yeah. For you. Like it makes me like so like emotional, yeah. But you have worked your tuckus off for this <laughs> and I've seen you. Like this was not like you fell into something or you're sitting in the mall eating your ice cream and yeah. someone walks up and says, You'd be great on Broadway and yeah. suddenly you have this No, that's not how it works. Like it was my whole life. Yeah. Like especially in high school, I was like really, really Yeah. Because my goal was school. I was like, right. I wanna get into my dream school, so I'm gonna work really, really hard and I'm gonna get there maybe (laughs) eventually you might if you feel it necessary yeah or you might go get a teaching degree someday in the future and start directing and yeah what do you want i mean you know to someday when you're an old fart like me and there aren't as many roles available like what do you want to do um i'm really interested in choreographing Mm -hmm. i love that and i i'm excited to learn more about that um but i also love to write and i love Mm. english and i love journalism Mm. Um, specifically, so interesting. I think it would be cool to be like uh, uh, I don't know. It's kind of tricky, but like a reviewer for like art that and like shows. Hard. But that's tricky because you oh. get a lot of backlash from that. Yeah. But something involved in the arts, like with yeah. writing and like journalism, right. I think that would be really. You cool. could do just the interview portions yeah, rather, rather so than fun. the reviews. I yeah. don't think I could review something. I don't. Because every sentence would be like. <laughs> really sorry but yeah, I yeah that's so me too i'm so sorry to say this yeah, yeah. i'm like it's not it's not personal yeah but yeah so i don't know about that but something in that yeah scene maybe i don't know but choreographing for sure i would love that what was it ward when we had on um my uh, a guy from a band ward williams who plays cello and he most recently played for beetlejuice in the oh, pit cool. and i was like oh yeah i saw it he's like what'd you think 
Um, well... It was a show? It was, oh, I no. saw it opening week. Okay. It was literally... I hadn't seen... I never saw it. <laughs> there were really, really wonderful pieces about it. Like, uh-huh. visually stunning. Yeah, it looks amazing. Incredible. Mm-hmm. Alex Brightman, phenomenal. Rob, phenomenal. Mm-hmm. There were other people in it um, <laughs> that were on stage. Yeah. <laughs> but it just it just wasn't and when I saw it it wasn't polished it was okay, like and even the review that came out the next day said intermission comedy one go home oh. um, it, it wasn't ter- I mean come on it was still a Broadway show right but I, I think that there's certain there's so many movies they've made into Broadway shows which is a little bit annoying but <laughs> I think something like Mrs. Doubtfire has more to it uh-huh. you it's, know it like sings really easily yeah like the music just like it right. like it weaves mm-hmm. and it's that that you guys have a creative team of broadway music writers right instead of random person <laughs> who was popular in the 80s writing a soundtrack I'm not going <laughs> to mention any of these in particular but like you know those sometimes just don't work yeah but it's broadway's such an animal of itself Oh. <laughs> yes. Are you reading any new plays? Are you? Um, I'm a little behind on that. Okay, you don't have to. Are you watching any good shows right now? I have been obsessed with Love Island. I think I also talked about that when we. Yeah, you did. Um, I can't remember. It's which... a British dating show. It's so funny because they're British. It, it adds to it. Where? It's, it's like they find contestants and they just like live on this island alone Is and they Netflix? like find love. It's on Hulu. On Hulu, okay. Mm-hmm. okay. And there's also an Australian version. I haven't watched that yet, but... I would watch that one. It's... That's, I'm sure it's great. I just love the accent. accents. There's yeah. also an American version, but I don't yeah. know if it would be as funny. Probably not. Just because... We'd just be embarrassed it just by adds to it. The accents just add to it. It's so good. I'm obsessed Aww. with that. Yeah, also baking shows. Okay. I love that. Okay. I haven't gotten into any of those. Oh, and I just watched... Um, the People versus O.J. Simpson, mm. the American Crime Story that really? Ryan Murphy did. It's like a, yeah, I love Ryan. Murphy. I love crime. Like I do documentaries too. And like crime. I do too. Why are we so obsessed with true crime? I love true crime. Like that should have been my first answer. I watch true crime documentaries I like do too. every single. I started time. Unsolved Mysteries. They're putting old episodes. I haven't watched that. Yet. You're too young for this. But okay. when we were like <laughs> middle schoolish, yeah, I'd late elementary, middle school. Yeah. Unsolved Mysteries comes out. Have you heard of this show? Yeah. I, this is the show that we stupidly all somehow <laughs> watched by ourselves I when our parents were I remember being on on Sunday night, mm-hmm. if I'm not mistaken, and it was like 9 p.m., yep. and it was Robert Stack, who is a scary dude mm-hmm. anyway, and he's just telling yep. these really spooky stories about alien abduction. And, and, <laughs> and murdered children. Yeah, murdered and kids. There's and, like yeah. five or six different stories they tell in one episode. Scares the living shit out of you. Wow. And we're kids. And it's like, good night. <laughs> yeah. <I'm> like, ah. <laughs> so I started watching that again. That's interesting. It's still scary. that on It's nice because it's quick. Yeah. There's some, like, I listen to true crime podcasts, mm-hmm. and some of them it's sort of like, I don't really need to know the way that he tied his shoes. Right. We're just kind of filling time right. now, but... <laughs> What other true crime shows do you watch? I just watched the Jeffrey Epstein documentary. Did you? On Somebody else told me to watch it. It's a good. It's crazy. He had like New Albany ties. Didn't yeah. He? Ugh. Wexner. I don't know his first name. Yeah. Les Wexner. It's crazy. Oh that gosh. is a crazy show. What's the one? Um, I just love true crime. I do too. So I do too. <laughs> it's it's so pathetic. Good. I know. Um, also. Plugging American Crime Story, the second installment of it is like the assassination of Gianni Versace, and it has Darren Chris, and it is so good. Mm. It's so good. I have to watch that one. It's amazing how we get sucked into like murder. Like I know, I feel so bad being like I love true crime because it's just awful. Everybody does. But it's so interesting. I just I'm so interested by it. I was I was I think I told you about it. All these walks that I'm taking with the dog. That's what I listen to while I'm walking the dog, which is not good (laughs) when you're listening to a podcast of two women who got murdered in the woods while you're walking in the woods, like. Oh, gosh. An experience. <laughs> oh, no. Uh, so I take more city walks now. Yeah. Like, <laughs> don't need to be one with nature. I'll take the, the Olentangy Trail <laughs> that's mostly open yeah. at this point. Yeah, I can still get murdered there just as easily. But, yeah, it's it's odd. But I do really enjoy it. I 
love them. I like a good crime story. <laughs> Me too. They're so good. You're into it too, aren't you? Are you? Nah, no, not as much. I think chicks are more into it. I really do. I hear yeah. more women that say, yeah. I love true crime. No, I'm more into science fiction. Mm. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah, mm. that's what my wife and I have been doing. Have you watched Black Mirror? I have, yeah. <gasps> I love Black Mirror. It's so I, I haven't been able to watch it lately because it's getting a little too realistic. I know, that's <laughs> the whole thing. Like, during all of this, it's like we are living a Black yeah. Mirror Oh, I don't episode. know that I want to watch it then. Yeah, it's, it's really good, though. It's it's in the same vein as, like, an Unsolved Mysteries, but it's also done, like, they're, they're short, like, vignette stories. Kind yeah. Of like, uh, uh, oh, gosh, like, Tales from the Crypt So and you could like start that. Yeah, midway like, through and But not. it's all, like, modern-day, like, technology kind of, okay. like, uh-huh. you know. Like, every episode's on like a different social issue and like how technology is like I was told to watch that because my new corona obsession is an actor named Andrew Scott Uh, Fleabag did you watch Fleabag? Mm -mm. it's another good one (laughs) Um, and the Sherlock Holmes the BBC Uh, with um, Benedict yeah he plays Moriarty he is super hot (laughs) and he has an Irish accent and that's basically what I'm looking at. Um, (laughs) But he also did, he did a Broadway show called Seawall several years back, Mm -hmm. and Jake Gyllenhaal did another portion. They were just two Mm one-man monologue shows, and he did that, and it was up on YouTube. This is actually when I fell in love with Mr. Andrew Scott. (laughs) I realize I'm not what he's looking for. Let's just lay that out there. But he does this this entire 35-minute monologue by himself, one take in his flat, I think it's still, I think you have to buy it now, but yeah. they had it up for about two weeks for free, and it was just like, That's crazy. I mean, of course, it's devastating, yeah. but to see this actor just literally in his, and only one time did he go off the camera to get a bottle of water in his kitchen and come back out. Wow. Like, That's crazy. <laughs> and he's super hot. So yeah. he's in an episode of Black Mirror. Somebody told me that, that I have to, I just can just watch that episode. It is so good. I, I recommend it. it. Okay. I've been watching Normal People. Did you hear about that one? Mm, I think I've heard about it. Yeah. It's I, I've been on an Irish kick. This whole cr- I don't know what this is. Yeah, like a lot. Dairy Girls was great. It's another Irish comedy. Um, this one is it's it's racy. Mm-hmm. It's I was watching it today with my son in the other room. I'm like, okay, if he walks in, this is Uh-oh. not gonna work. <laughs> but um, yeah, it's really well written and just very very nice. Hmm. And I like the Irish accent. I'm, yeah getting into that a lot more. So, Andrew Scott, <laughs> if you're out there, you know. <laughs> listening. And Aaron Tveit. Uh, yeah. If you're on here. Yes. Because, <laughs> I, mean, I mean, he listens to all, come on. He listens to all of our podcasts. So All of them. Totally. Thanks, Aaron. If we can get both of them at the same time, we'll get you back. <laughs> that sounds so dirty. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> we will. We'll, we'll get you set up with your new husband, Aaron Tveit. Uh-huh. How is he still single? He's single, isn't I he? I think so. It's ridiculous. The world today. Oh, no. <laughs> I like that we circled back to Aaron today. I know. I'm sorry. I just had to bring the, the no, two men of the episode. That's okay. I'll I'll bring it back to Andrew Scott later. <laughs> like, we're just gonna get there. It's fine. Full so. circle. I am so proud of you. Thank I'm you. always always so proud of you. You're thank doing you. amazing things, and you are loving and kind. And oh, thank you. You know. So <laughs> I always remember hearing. I think it was back in college. Granted, long time ago, but somebody said like. To work in the industry, you can't be a nice person. And I really, like, I question that even then. Like, so I have to be horrible oh. to succeed? I don't and I have found nothing but the opposite. I know there's jerks out there. I know yeah. that. But I don't see it Mm-mm. that often. Yeah, everybody, like, I'm in, like, a doubtfire bubble, obviously. I didn't yeah. have time to really, like, meet anybody right. else. But, like. That contradicts that whole statement. They are the most loving people. Yes. And why oh. shouldn't they be? You yeah, know what I, I mean? Like, like, honestly, there's no... There's... Yeah, I don't know. Oh. But I know that also <laughs> Aaron Tveit and Andrew Scott are definitely the nicest people. They have to too. be. Absolutely. <laughs> Saints. They have to be. I know. But we'll, you, will, you will be back. You will be back. I'm looking forward Thank to seeing you. it. I was looking for Thank tickets, you. actually, and then the world fell apart. Oh. So, you know... <laughs> One day. One day. We'll be back One there. One day. And, you know, if everything does go super well and miracles occur mm-hmm. and people aren't stupid. Right. And we can get back sooner than later. Like, right. How cool would it be to open up 2021, you know, mm-hmm. with your show? 
It's gonna be the best feeling. Uh, good. It'll come back when it's right. It will. When it's when time. it's meant to. Yeah. Yeah. And people aren't gonna give up. Nobody's giving up. Like, I, I think artists are standing really in solidarity mm-hmm. right now. You know, how can we help? What can we do? And yeah. I know people are like, mm, virtual theater. No, 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 no. Mm-hmm. Not gonna do. It. And that's fine. Yeah. I get it. That's not an easy platform for a lot of people, but right. it's also been a saving grace for others. So, you know, mm-hmm. it's just like, just do what you can. Yeah. Like, do Whatever. what's right for you. Right. Mm-hmm. Or just go back to bed. Right. You know? <laughs> and wear a mask. Right. right. Yeah. <laughs> kind of like, I might sneak in a nap today. Yeah. <laughs> well, thank you. <laughs> thank I'm you so for glad you came me. in. Thanks for wearing so your mask. So much fun. Oh, no you know, problem. We're keeping, keeping safe. Oh, oh my nose. But thank you for listening in. Thank you for watching. This is Speak Easily with Krista Stoff. This is, it's it's just weird. Like, just, yeah. Technology is amazing, my friends. Um, But we are here on YouTube. We are here on SoundCloud and iTunes. <laughs> I really think I need a nap today. There's, there are words that should not be problems that are severe problems today. Anyway, you can find us there. Um, like us on Facebook. If you have any questions, you know, ask Ben. See what he says. I'll answer him. He'll answer. Uh, probably not the way you want to hear it. But. <laughs> um, please wear your masks. Please be safe. Yes. Wash your hands. Yes. Open your mouth when you do mascara, and you know. Watch out for those bath salts. <laughs>